everyone, it's Brandon and Jesse, and we're the Box Office Bomb Squad. This is we breaking down some of the biggest bombs that ever hit theaters, and today's bomb is Monster Trucks. It's like the truck's a wheelchair for it. Uh, no, it's like it is an engine for my truck. So, uh, $125 million budget, which is insane, but it does show. I, I will give it that. The movie looks good. Oh, it looks uh, phenomenal. The, the CG is very well done. It's a good-looking film. It's a good filmed film, like as far as the production value goes. Uh, no, no gripes with any design or any um, any of that Not at all. I, I gotta say, it's actually a really pretty film. Um, only made sixty-four million, which is very unfortunate um, because. To be honest, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I I found I, I feel like maybe I was having a Jesse moment where I was like, God, I'm just in being I'm just being entertained. But no, at the end I go, I would have watched a sequel to this. And if I was a kid, I would have fucking loved this. So and again, after last week's battleship, this is another <laughs> not Transformers film that we did. Uh but very there's a lot of Transformers feel to it. So without further ado. Let's talk about it. Oh my god, let's talk about it. I'm I'm glad I'm not totally alone on that. Uh, <laughs> right, the first good. thing I thought of was holy shit, if I was a kid, I would be eating this up. Yeah, I might I don't even like cars. I was never a car kid, but Creech is very endearing. Uh, his laugh is, I, I love the laugh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, great laugh. Love that laugh. Just fantastic. Uh, he looks cool. I love the goofy stunts they do. When he's sneaking in the alleyway and he's like hiding up top. Yeah. Great scene. I was like, and, and cute. Ugly. Uh, like yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he's terrifying when he's mad. Yeah. Like when he's going after uh, the dude from Mindhunter, uh, he is terrifying looking. Uh, and Thomas Lennon just fucking owning it in this movie. He is, he's being Thomas Lennon. He doesn't really act outside of that particular character that he plays. No, but I love that character. And, uh, and, you know, it's always just variations of Dangle, you know? <laughs> and uh, this scientist angle is what we have in this film. He's funny. He has, he has one of the funniest, he has two of the funniest bits in the film. One when they're getting suited up in the trucks and he jumps up and awkwardly climbs to the window. And while talking to the other guy opens the door, closes it and goes, huh, that opens <laughs> <It> fucking <laughs> got me. Yeah. That fucking joke was good because it looked like it wasn't planned. It looked like it was something that Thomas Lennon was like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be funny. And it fucking was. Yeah. And then a very baby Groot moment where our, our crew, uh, just goes through a very terrifying moment, running down a mountain, doing flips, jumping through the air, and at the bottom, our hero's like, "Woo!" and our and, and the heroine is like, "Yeah!" and then it goes to him <laughs> driving the other truck, and he just goes, and just throws up all over himself. <laughs> fucking funny! It was so fucking funny. I was like, I'm enjoying this film. I do have 
some some nits to pick. I totally sure. do. Uh, but I would have I would have watched this as like uh, ten and under, maybe twelve and under. I would have watched this. I would have burnt out the fucking VHS. Hey, exactly, it's that kind it of a movie. Laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, interesting uh, little factoid. This was actually um, thought up. The original idea was set up by a, a gentleman, Adam Goodman. He was the uh, president of Paramount Motion Picture Group. Mm-hmm. This was an idea his four-year-old son came up with. Oh yeah, I was reading about that. I don't blame the guy. The kid had a good idea. It this is, is I mean, it's a decent. Yeah. I mean, you already I got tell you robots right now, that turn this, into cars. So yeah, this movie, di- this movie did not fail because of quality by any means. No, this movie failed because of maybe bad marketing. Cause I didn't even know there was a fucking movie until like two years ago. You know, it came out in 2016. They spent, um, around 60 million or so on marketing. Uh, I don't remember this at 50, all. 50 million of that was TV ads. I I remember it. But was this movie destined to fail because TV ads don't work anymore? No, I have one giant nail. Uh, this thing's the size of a railroad spike in this thing's coffin. You ready for this? Yeah. I, I found out that four months before the movie came out, Paramount... Mm-hmm took a $115 million write down on this movie. Uh, for those of you who don't know, when you do, mm-hmm. when a, when a uh, studio takes a write down and they do it all the time, but it's mm-hmm. typically after the movie comes out and doesn't do well. But what they're doing is they're saying, this is an asset we have that is not going to recoup its cost in any way, shape or form. This is how much we think it's going to lose. And it's like a, it's an uh, impairment uh, impairment charge or something like that. There's an actual term for it, but the Hollywood uses the term write down. Um, yeah. But yeah, sort so of, four months. Sort of the plot of the producers. Yeah, exactly. The plot of the producers. So four <laughs> months before this sucker comes out and they say, you know what? We're going to lose at least $115 million on this movie. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So they basically said the movie sucks four months before it came out. Totally unfair. Uh, I feel bad for Lucas Till. Uh, he's not done a whole lot after this. He was, of course, Havoc in the X-Men film, the first class films. Yeah. Uh, he's fine as that character. Uh, Jane Levy has done some things. Her character, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, I mean, Rob Lowe as a villain was interesting, although I do not like the weird voice <laughs> he was using. Yeah, that was super strange. I, I didn't. It, it wasn't just a Southern accent because it was just a Southern accent. I may have been able to like overlook it, but first off as like a, a big corporation like CEO, I don't know if he needed to use a country accent, but he used George W. Bush's accent. Well, it's cause you're in oil. Yeah. And, and that made it, that made it weird uh, to say the least. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's I just I it's hard to like narrow down the issues with this film because you do have to look at it through the eyes of a child and realize that this is for kids, which also is, unfortunately we will not have a Lily review. Uh, it, it just didn't happen this time, but that's fine. We also will not have a Britney review because she wasn't around for this, which probably <laughs> is for the best. Yeah, because I can just imagine. Uh, so 
you know what? Let let's we've talked good about it. We've said good things about it. Let's kind of go into our issues with it. Uh, one last good thing: that fucking poster. The poster for this film is a painted poster in the style of Indiana Jones and the original Star Wars. It is fucking beautiful. It yeah. is a beautiful poster. That's- this this movie isn't bad. It's also not that good, but it isn't bad and does not deserve a poster of such high fucking quality. But yeah, it's if you have a kid that's into fucking trucks and you have a kid that's into aliens, fucking buy this poster, buy this movie, get it in your kids, let them see it, and they'll fucking love it, man. Like, this is like any kid that likes trucks. This is like a, his wet dream. It's a fucking alien that gives you a monster truck that can fucking jump and think. It, it You know, everything about it is... A four-year-old coming up with it? Of course a four-year-old came up of with course. it. Of course. Only a four-year-old <laughs> would think of a concept so fucking pure. And I bet he came up with a name because he was just like, monster trucks? What if they were monsters driving the trucks? Yeah. And it was that simple. And then the fucking guy was like, holy shit. Why have we never thought about this, you know? You got to write big, kid. Yeah. Big. Yeah. And I, I know that a lot of bad shit happened to that guy afterwards. Like, he had to step down and shit, which I don't think was all necessary. But I know he had other other things he fucked up, too. Yeah, he had a couple uh, money sucks. He uh, he was fired yeah. in 2015. This movie didn't was supposed to come out in 2015. It yeah, didn't it come out until 2017. Yeah. Uh, complaints. Uh, it stole its logo from very obscure, bad 1990, I think, 7 CG uh, cartoon vampires, which is about a bunch <laughs> of mechanics that get hit by an asteroid and turn into robot vampires. Uh the logo is almost identical. <laughs> so it, it, that's kind of funny. Now, granted, I we've seen other logos that have, you know, fangs on the first and last letter, but monster trucks, vampires, I don't know. It just feels like a crossover needing to happen. I mean, this movie could cross over with Transformers. This movie could oh, cross yeah. over with Fast and Furious. I mean, it even had a Fast and Furious moment when we first see uh, the Creech uh, use the, like, car, figure out how to use the car. It does like a inside engine zoom, which is what we would do for the nitrous scenes on you know fan, yeah, or on Fast and Furious. So I was like, oh cool, Fast and Furious scene. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, my one of my biggest gripes, and once they get kind of out of the school, it's not oh, as big of a gripe. I, I know where you're going with this because it's very clear. You're going with the fact that a close to thirty year old main cast is playing high schoolers. <laughs> Dude, here's the issue. And they surrounded the guy, them with actual high schoolers. So yeah, <laughs> they well, they put him with young high school kids, too. Yeah. So he's like 22, 23. He's, he is a young guy. But, like, he's on the bus. He looks fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. First off, he's on a short bus. Not saying anything about short bus or anything about people with mental disabilities or anything like that. But it is funny that he's on a short bus for some reason. But he is a fucking six-foot-two adult man sitting next to what appears to be a fucking 13 year old child. Yeah. It's so weird. It is fucking hilarious looking. And then, uh, his, his, well, not his best friend, the guy that wants to be his best friend. This dude is in the same grade. He's in the same classes as him. He walks up. He is a man who is actually 17 or 18. And you can just see the stark fucking difference between these two. It is the, the redhead whose father owns the car lot. And the car lot is attached to the school. I'm not. I'm very confused there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the the movie is weird. Uh, it doesn't. 
it definitely plays fast and loose with geography of the area because they just don't care what you, you it's a kid's movie you, they don't care um but that being said yeah, you're right. The biggest grump is that there's a fucking 30-year-old man and a 30-year-old woman walking <laughs> around among a bunch of children. And what's funny is they didn't need to be kids by any means. These could have been no. college-age kids. These could have been young adults. Yeah. There was no need for them to be high school kids. Nothing about them, nothing about their story, nothing it says almost high school. It would have made more sense for them to be college because it would be more embarrassing to be a college kid without a car than yeah. a high school kid without a car. There's plenty of high school kids that don't have cars. Well, and, like, drop he, that change. He, he's a poor kid, man. He's his yeah. mom is working at a restaurant, like you know, working as hard as she can to pay for him. Like he just doesn't have much money. The, and he could have been staying at home because he wanted to help his mom. And you could have had the girl staying at home, you know, she's trying to get into a college. But like making him high school, it is unnecessary. It, it is just doesn't need to be. Um that being said uh, they're not bad in the film. They they oh. act just fine, and they that's well casted. It's just like, why are they fucking teenagers? And making them teenagers makes the the sub villain. What do you call him? the The head of the uh, security company. Uh, it makes him way scarier because he is trying to murder a child and almost does a few times. Yeah. Yeah, he, he even says something hey, about it. Like he's like I like he straight up basically says I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he, he's trying very hard to subdue these kids. Uh, you know, <laughs> I he basically he tries to push um tries to push trip off into a a giant precipice. He tries to push him off a movie. cliff and off into yeah. the 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 pit. Yeah. He's constantly trying to kill this kid. Not only that, but he he knowingly rams a sheriff off of a off of a mountain oh yeah well and then like they don't get guns into the last few minutes of the film and then they don't really use them yeah he's just got like a little uh telescoping baton with a taser on the end of it yeah it it seemed weird to me like whenever creech was trying to fight to save uh trip whenever uh like kind of the halfway point of the film uh, Creech runs out of energy because he can't really carry himself because he's he's a aquatic animal, and like he falls to the ground and they're like, "All right, pack him up and let's put him with the other ones." And I'm like, "Why not just shoot these fucking things right now? If that's your goal is to kill these things, kill them right now." That doesn't work in movie logic, though. Yeah, it makes no sense that they're like, well, "No, we have to keep these things alive for as long as possible, so then we can kill them." It doesn't make any fucking sense. Just kill the things. No, Shoot Mr. Him. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it just, I don't know. I that, And it's a kid film, so yeah. you don't want to use too many guns. You don't want to show actual death. Uh, but, like, straight up, it's always a weird thing in films whenever there's a huge gap between evil guy and who's trying to kill people. But then when he has an opportunity to easily kill somebody, he never kills anyone. <laughs> It's like, you're all fucking talk, aren't you? You're not going to kill anybody. Nah. <laughs> I like the, uh, back to the thing we were just talking about. There's a line in the movie from the, the like chubby redhead kid where he's like, yeah, you see, I can grow my, I'm growing my hair out like you. I hope people don't think we're brothers. And I'm like, people will <laughs> think you're fucking father and son. There's no way they would think you're brothers. Uh, 
Yeah, how about the fact that um, Jane Levy's character, Meredith, is Mm -hmm. like throwing herself hard. She's so horny. Yeah, and then all of a sudden cools down, like mid-movie. She's the horniest horse girl I've ever seen. I wasn't going to bring up the fact she was a horse girl, but... it's kind of, well, there's, it ties in. It carries. Oh, yeah. There was a part in this film where he... No offense to horse She girls. goes to... Yeah. Horse girls, you're needed. You know? People yeah. need you. You have, you have a place. Uh, yeah. Everyone everyone loves a horse girl. Uh, there's a moment where she walks at night by herself <laughs> to where he works at a junkyard. Yeah. Already suspicious. And then when he grabs her... She's like, oh, and then he throws her in the truck. She is not scared. She is not worried. She is into it. She is like, oh, yes, this is it. And then he gets in there and he's like, like, this is going to sound crazy. She goes, oh, no, I feel it too. She was wanting to fuck. She (laughs) was wanting to fuck. She is so horny at the beginning of this fucking movie. And then you're right. Yeah, once uh, he starts becoming responsible and doing things, she's like, okay, well, this guy just seems like a decent dude and I still like him. But then the, the weird, awkward throwing himself shit throwing yourself at him what she was doing which is a poorly written character but i actually gotta say i was kind of thought it was i I was laughing at some of it because i'm like god damn she's a horny girl she is just fucking wanting this guy and the guy is fucking clueless and the the mom says why aren't all the girls you know going after you and i'm like yeah why aren't they you're fucking gorgeous dude this guy is handsome he's got a fucking chiseled jaw he is a good looking man if that guy went to high school with me, we would not, we would have no women. We would have none, no one. They would all go for that fucking guy. But instead in high school, we look like the fucking fat ginger kid. And it's like, there's, that's a high schooler right there. That's what a but real yeah, high schooler looks like. The only reason I can think why he can't get a girlfriend is because they all think he's an undercover cop or something. Probably doesn't help that a sheriff's at his house all the time. Yeah. Hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barry Pepper showing up as a police officer who's like really into keeping his car clean, which is kind of funny. There is a funny scene with that where they're high speed chasing out of the um, the oil place, Terravex, yeah. and there's a mud puddle and they all hit it, but then he gets close to it and slows down to a halt and goes slowly around the mud puddle and then speeds back up. <laughs> pretty funny little joke there i was like okay that was pretty good that was a pretty good joke yeah i wish they would have made his character a little more than just the stereotypical oh it's uh, a generic you should you better just get yourself in line or you're never gonna go anywhere cop kind of a stereotype oh it's it's classic (sighs) mom's mom's boyfriend mom's boyfriend's a cop yeah yeah i've seen it in the movie uh the movie onward Yep, same thing in there. (laughs) It's like it's the same dad. It's a cop that you know is my not my stepdad boyfriend, and I don't like him, but he does want the best for me. And then at the end, oh, there we go. He's like, listen, I'm actually trying to look out for you, and I realize he's trying to look out for me. And I go, you know what? You're not that bad. Now this movie does do something that I enjoyed. The dad does not know the kid doesn't like him. He's like. You know, he thinks he's kind of a fuck up, but that's it. Because when he goes, I'm sorry I said all that terrible stuff about you. He goes, hey, thanks. Wait, what? Like, he said, you said terrible stuff about me? That was funny. I was like, oh, man, there's some really quality fucking jokes in this film. Like, if you have a kid that is 
old enough to watch a film, this may not be visually stimulating enough for a little guy, you know, but if you have a kid that can actually like watch a film, this is, this isn't hard to watch with them. No, uh, let's see. What else did I write here? He calls it, he calls Creech a piece of squish, which is weird. Um, because, I'd like to point yeah. out the fact that a regular truck, let alone a truck that's carrying an entire, you know, uh, amphibious creature as opposed to an engine, would have mm-hmm. fallen through every single roof that they landed oh, on. Oh, man, they are hopping <laughs> from roof to roof. A fucking compact car being thrown at that fucking height onto a roof would would just go right through the fucking <laughs> it'd be roof. A, it'd be on the road real quick. You, uh, you can't even, like, I couldn't even jump on a roof. <laughs> I would probably damage something. These things aren't made to hold a lot of weight. Now, yeah, if it's like snow and it's spread out, sure. But like a fucking pinpoint of a car slamming onto a roof after jumping. Yeah, it would fucking just demolish these old school buildings. And they're all hundred year old buildings because it's all small town USA shit. Yep. It's like North Dakota, I think, isn't it? Pretty sure that's where it's. Yes. Yeah. Because he says, uh, would there be a aquatic creature in North Dakota? He goes, well, it used to be all be underwater, so sure, it could be. Yeah. I Speaking of them. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. You say you you want to say. Mine was simple. I would have liked to see more Danny Glover. Yeah. He, first off, Danny I enjoy Glover. the fact that Danny Glover was like, yeah, I'll do this film, but I ain't fucking standing up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we'll put you in a wheelchair inexplicably and not make it part of your character and just have you in a wheelchair, which is fine. I'm okay with a, ca- a character in a wheelchair, but like it seems at times that it's important, but then they never do anything with it. And then the guy's not even important. He literally just there to be, this is why the kid has access to tools. That's it. Yeah. That's his only like real spot is this is why the kid has access. And blah, blah, blah. You're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me uh, something, you know? Yeah. It, it, it is weird. Like make him, make him hate Teravex because he got, paralyzed working for them yeah that would be cool i mean give us something to show that teravex is bad because uh what's his name uh trip says oh that 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 company's ruined this whole town well why we haven't seen anything that they ruined if anything you're you taking down teravex bankrupt an entire fucking city because now no one has jobs in that city because i imagine most of the city works there more than likely most of the men one in one capacity or the other I say men not to be sexist saying women can't work at oil places, but it is a known fact that if you watch this film, there are no women working for Terravax. It is all men. There's yeah. one woman, and she is the assistant of Rob Lowe. Not wrong. I found that very weird. I'm like, there's no women in this at this place. Also, people die in this film. Like, they flip trucks. They oh, yeah. crush trucks. They blow up a fucking oil building at one point. People had to have died. Yeah, uh, OSHA was all over this. <clears throat> oh, well, I mean, the junkyard was a EPA disaster. There's just oil spilling everywhere. Well, not only that, but he dropped the control to the the Oh, uh, the cheap-ass control that dropped from a three-foot drop. Yeah, it falls into pieces and then activates. Yeah, oh, yeah. What a, what a <laughs> fucking great device, that uh, death device, that the fucking, if the controller's broken, the natural state is to destroy <laughs> It's like, oh, boy. This has two settings, off and death. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, this Creech squeezes through, like, very small cracks. He's got no bones. He's completely pliable. Yeah. That thing wouldn't have killed him. 
I think he would have just squeezed himself out eventually. I, you know, I, I don't know. I get that we had that scene where he saved him. I mean, we had to have a moment, a bonding moment. Yeah. But it is weird that that's how they chose it. Like really crushing him. The squishy guy that can't be crushed is the, the way you think of how to kill him is to crush him. Yeah, this you, doesn't make any fucking sense. You would think. I mean, if it if it crushed all the way down to like touching oh, yeah, I'm surfaces, sure eventually it would be a he, shearing risk. Yeah, you know, cutting something off. But you would think he would be able to like ooze out of there before that happens. I mean, he would know what was going on. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like a squid. A squid you know. with a, a a gorgeous smile. Oh, and beautiful little puppy dog eyes. Which these things probably should be blind, right? I mean, they're living in subterranean tunnels, thousands of feet below the surface at high pressures. Yeah, more than likely. Matter of fact, yeah. his eyeballs probably should have popped out of his head the second he came up for air. Yeah, the, the the bioluminescence of it all. And okay, so they kind of go, oh, well, these things can come up. We see a bunch of them come up during in that vent. Yeah. So clearly they can come up. Okay, yeah. sure. They're amphibious. Okay, why were they amphibious? They seem to have no reason to breathe air. They can't really, they're useless on land. When they're on land, they can't really do much. But okay, whatever. I can excuse that. But yeah, they are underground. Why aren't they blind? Weird. Why do they have teeth? If their if their food source is oil, why do they have teeth? Yeah, there's a lot of like bits in here where I'm like, okay, it's for kids, and you shouldn't overthink this stuff <laughs> because when you overthink a kids film, things fall apart pretty badly. Yeah, but like scientifically, these things make no fucking sense. I I will say I I'm gonna give them kudos for the scene when they're camping by the lake and um, trip lights a fire and then Creech backs away and he's like, what? You afraid of a little fire? And then the girl yeah. goes, I would, if I drank, ga- if I lived off of oil, I probably would be too. It's like, yeah, no shit. He's probably covered in enough flammable stuff to go up like yeah, a goddamn Roman sweats, candle. Yeah. He probably sweats like a flammable liquid, I'd imagine. He pisses excellence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, yeah, it's oil, not gas, because when you give him gas, the added, uh, yeah, it, it's like giving them surge energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Creech. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh man. Uh no one gets in trouble for the insane destruction that occurs to the city. Like Trip destroys a bunch of buildings by crushing the awnings as he drives over roof to roof. We watch him knock down chimneys and, and ventilation ports. Uh, he destroys a used car lot. And, yeah, they're like, oh, this guy's evil because he's trying to sell a shitty car to an old man. But, like, he still destroys a used car lot. Um, they destroy police vehicles, uh, mail vehicles, uh, a paint truck, multiple. Um, there's also there's also this, which kind of is their point in point. Um, everyone at Teravex is, a, is an evil monster except for Thomas Lennon because even the truck drivers deserve to die, I guess. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, that guy's just driving a fucking truck, man. Why does he deserve to die? But then whenever, like, all those people show up and there's, like, a, a bunch of shit going on, the one dude is just some guy. We don't know him. He's just some worker. He's like, oh, fuck, got to get this poison in here quick. Right. You know, he starts, like, turning the levers. I'm like, well, no, you just get out of here. When there's yeah. fucking bullets going, you don't you don't owe anyone anything. No. Get the fuck out of there, man. You're not going to pay so that like, much. No, you have to kill these things. Yeah. 
they all seem so adamant to get the poison in there and to kill them all. And yeah, like, this you company, probably like, didn't even know those were there. Yeah, he just is told dump this poison, and he's like, "Sure thing, boss. Yeah, poison it is. You got it." It's just so funny to me. I, I don't get. Maybe Rob Lowe's character was like, "Hey, listen, there's a sea of oil under there, and if we get to it, um, everybody here is going to get a cut, and you're all going to get a lot of pay. We just got to keep this quiet so we can get to it." Maybe something like that happened off screen that we didn't see, but like, show us that. Why did the dad sell out the kid? You know, right. like why are why are they so fucking loyal to this evil corporation it's it's very weird it's not it's like a it's like this fucking cobra and they're like a cult <laughs> it makes no fucking sense <laughs> i also like that they put not margot robbie in here it's that actress that shows up in things and she looks enough like margot robbie where you're like oh it's young margot robbie you know yeah it's not her yeah i saw her i was like holy shit that looks just like margot robbie um Samara Weaving is Brienne, so yes. Yeah, so Samara yeah, she's Weaving. the girlfriend that lets the, her douche boyfriend get his truck stolen. Well, not stolen. He, he it was repossessed. So. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't paying. <sighs> that guy, like, what the fuck, dude? I, uh, don't get me start. I I hate stereotypical bullies because like I've known bullies, you know, and they usually have some type of fucking story to them. They're not just like dicks to be dicks. There's always something there. But like when they're like, oh, he's rich, so he's an asshole. It's like, he's rich. Does he work for Terravex? Because that's the only fucking thing in this city. Make him the owner's kid. And I feel like there would have been a little more stakes and a little yeah. more fun with the revenge here. But if he was the owner's kid, why wouldn't he be paying, you know, the fucking car payments, you know? But yeah, I don't know. There's sure. a lot of little things that when you think about it too much, it falls apart. Yeah, you can't analyze it too hard because it's not only a kids movie, but it's also sci-fi. Yeah, and both of those fall apart really quick when you start throwing facts at them. Hell yeah! Well, like, uh, how about the fact that the train was five miles long? <laughs> yeah, no fucking way! No fucking way! It was five miles long on one engine. Like. There can be trains that long, but they sure as a hell don't fucking run them through cities, <laughs> developed cities. Uh, let's see here. I I don't honestly know. They feel like it's that freaking long. Uh, well, he says that train's five miles long. If we get on the other side of that, then we'll have a 10-minute head start. Yeah. So not only is it a five-mile-long train – it moves at such a speed that that five miles has passed within 10 minutes. Yeah. So your average train, uh, see here, uh, according to um, a, a, thing, freight train. A, a thing I found on Google, <laughs> GAO.gov, not gov. Um, oh, it's .gov. You got to believe it, right? Class one railroads reported an average train length between 5,800 and 6,600 feet for the year of 2017. That is right. a mile and a mile and change. So 5,800 is train, like 1.0, 1.1 miles. This train is five times the length of an average train is what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. So at the speed of also trains do slow down when they go through cities, not like a considerable amount, but somewhat just in case they derail the sure. safety. Uh, this train moves 
where five miles passes in front of you within 10 minutes, that fucking speed has to be insane. I mean, probably. I'm um, not sure how to register that kind of speed, but like, holy fuck. (laughs) And there wasn't a crossing, like there wasn't a fucking crossing thing where like that stopped cars. It was just mm -hmm. like, Oh, well, you can see it because it crosses the road. And I'm like, oh, this fucking, this I mean, town seems dangerous. Hold on. Let me think here. Five miles in 10 minutes, uh, you'd be going um, 10 minutes. I don't know. I th- I feel like that's not actually that fast. For a train, maybe. But I feel, oh, hold on. Let me grab the calculator because I don't think that's that far. Um, well, it was okay. nowhere yeah, near as fast it as it was freaking the, moving on the. the it screen. would be the same speed as driving, so it'd be a, a mile a minute at sixty miles, you know, per hour, or yeah, yeah, as a mile a minute. So I guess that okay, it'll be thirty you know miles an hour. Yeah. So the train was only going thirty miles per hour, but it was five miles long. Yeah. So if it's five miles long, we did the math for a kids' movie here today, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the box office bomb squad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't get in the way of me and my captain, really. Because now that you break it all down, it's just a fucking slow, really long train. Well, but five miles. Well, the train number one, like you said, that's five times longer than the average train. And yeah, that it's an average. So there are trains longer, but five freaking times longer. Yeah, but maybe maybe three miles at the absolute longest. Yeah, like two. If it was like two and a half miles long. And only going 15 miles an hour. But if and this you was a freight train, it, by the way. This was a train carrying freight. This wasn't yeah. an empty train where I can almost understand them moving a lot of cars at one time. But there was freight on there. Yeah. The amount of torque needed to fucking pull that would be insane. Exactly. I mean, and Ugh. then you've got the fact that when you see it on screen, that thing is hauling ass. Oh, yeah. It's going real fast. Well, that's the whole thing is it's going so fast that he has to jump through it. And yeah. it's, a, you know, one of those moments. A lot of contradiction there. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of weird bits. Uh, t- the girl had a phone that could trace other people's phones. That right? was weird. Whenever that <laughs> came up, I, the girlfriend was sitting next to me, and I said, uh, "I said, oh, yeah, because of course she has that, because she wasn't stalking him at all by tracking his phone every time to see where he was so that she can keep tabs on him. No, no, she yeah. wouldn't do that. Well, it's like <laughs> I know you can do that for your kid's phone, so there is a way to do that, but it doesn't have to be on the same plan. Like, he, he yeah. can't. Did she steal his phone and get it approved? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. She's stalking him the whole time. So That's she's creepy. like, you know, do, 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 do. oh, you're going to share your location with me. Yeah, I'm going to keep tabs on you. Because we're going to be cur- married horny someday. Horny Hearst girls, man. Hearst girls will trace you. Yeah. Uh, she probably has like uh, a, a shrine to him in her closet. There's a plot moment that makes no sense to me. Uh, the What's the scientist's name? Uh, I know is they refer to him as Dowd a lot. Uh, he Dowd, has okay. He an actual name. Um, so Dowd. Because it sounds like he says dad Jim. at some point. So I'm like, yeah. okay. So Jim, the scientist, Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, I'm sorry, scientist Dangle, Professor Dangle, we'll call him. <laughs> um, he steals the monsters, right? And it's like, I'm going st- to steal the monsters. We'll bring them to this garage. We'll put them in trucks. Then we'll get them to the hole in the ground. There was a lot. There's a whole night's extra work there. Why not steal the monsters, bring them to the hole in the ground? Well, uh, he do- he explains it in that any truck capable of making it the off-road journey to that hole uh, is going to be too slow 
to um, not get caught. So, because but they but they had twenty four hour heads at start before the bad guys knew that they were doing anything. Well, but they had to steal them from that truck. But remember when they were like the truck is stolen. They go, oh, well, we have a tracer on that truck. Follow them. They didn't show up until the next morning. So they had that long before they would have got there. Yeah. And also not only that, but there is a line in there where um, the uh, the main guy, uh, you know, Helt, um, whatever. I don't remember his uh, Burke is his character's name. Burke, the, um, the, the, the main the head of security. Yeah, the main head of security. Um, when he says someone comes up and says, sir, the truck is stationary. He goes, all right, we got him. Let's go. I'm like you fucking waited. For them to stop? Yeah. Why are you also, not the up truck their was stationary, ass? <laughs> the truck was stationary for a long time. Right. Because it was the next day because they had to go yeah, take wrong. those other cars, convince the kid to let them uh, help them, and then convert those cars over to the monster mobiles. And it's like, that was a lot of fucking time. You guys could have cut out half the movie by just going, we, we steal the truck. I follow you with my truck. We go up there. We get into the hole. We drop them. And yes, then we'll later we'll figure out the poison situation without them without the monsters, but probably would have just killed all the monsters then. But I don't know, man. Also, it was um, weird. There was an entire eighteen wheeler for yes, carrying two, fuel, a fuel truck going there. Well, not only that, but like so the, when they steal it, the oh, monsters okay. are the only thing on that eighteen wheeler, and mm-hmm. those containers are in are about a pallet wide. Yeah, you could have put those on a flatbed. You could put like two or th- three, maybe even four pallets in your average U-Haul. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, it was weird that they were like, "Oh, he's got to drive a fucking eighteen-wheeler." He never drove a truck before because that's the whole thing. I like I never that drove they had a truck to grind before. the gears though. That was oh funny. yeah, he's like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." <laughs> I mean, people just know how to drive shit. The fucking cop knows how to drive an earth mover. Like, yeah, just immediately jumps in that fucking thing and is like, here we go. And I'm like, no, you don't drive those like a regular car. <laughs> uh, the building, the giant ramp out of the truck, though. So stupid. So but but, you know, absolutely perfect <laughs> for this kind of film. I'm like, yeah, there we if, go. If That's it, what I expect. Yeah, I did like this, this makes sense. It made me smile when they're going down the hill and the monsters are using their tentacles to keep each other like from flipping over. Oh, yeah, they're helping. Yeah, that well, was, they had the hive mind, so they know whenever each other is in danger. Yeah, and that that was a smiley feel good moment right there. When Creech throws that one guy and kills him because he throws him at 100 miles per hour, like literally two baseball fields away, he yeah. Wilhelm screams. Yes, he does. I, <laughs> I caught like, it, too. Wilhelm I was like, oh, <laughs> Wilhelm. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, the, the beginning of this movie, or whenever he first puts him in the truck, not the beginning of the movie, he gets knocked out and he goes, oh, I better put seatbelts in here, you know, and he puts seatbelts on because he knows that he could fall out of the truck. But then when he's on the mountain, he fucking not wearing a goddamn seatbelt and almost dies. And he's hanging out and holding onto the door. And I'm like, put a fucking yeah. seatbelt on, idiot. What yeah. are you doing? Of any time to have a seatbelt on, this is the time. <laughs> exactly. That's where that sounds from, actually. <laughs> oh, when, when he, he throws knocks, him out of the truck? Yeah, when he knocks him out of the truck the first time. <laughs> Also, that dealership had a bunch of, like, made-to-order parts that really? were perfect for what they were doing just lying around. That's not how dealerships work. No. Anytime I've ever gone to the dealership, it's like, hey, can you guys change out this headlight? Yeah, we're going to have really? to order it. It'll be in about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't carry shit, man. 
I worked at a dealership <laughs> for a long time. It was a motorcycle dealership, but it was still a dealership. And I'll tell you right now that it, they don't have shit there. Everything is no. moved from a warehouse. So, and those warehouses are all over the fucking country. So why this fucking car dealership had a bunch of weird, I don't even know what to call the parts because they're all weird parts. Yeah. Very specific, like rally racing truck parts. Yeah. They all had, everyone had massive knobby fucking off-road tires handy. It's like, okay, well, I guess they sell a lot of mud trucks in this little town. Makes sense. I mean, they are probably going off-road a little more than your average Joe, but I mean, those kind of parts are not something, that's not something you're going to just put on your Jeep to go off-roading. You're, that's what you're going to use for like a race off-roading truck. And Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very weird. That's a very weird scene. And then like look the cool, kid though. just, no, yeah, they, yeah, they all look just, you know, super badass. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of the movie, isn't it? It, it just, it looks great. It's just so fucking dumb. It seems worse <laughs> than what it is. Yeah. But it's not that bad. It's actually decent. It's just when you see the concept and when you hear the concept, you're like, well, this has got to be a fucking pile of garbage. But then you're like, oh, this is pleasantly decent. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird area. So, you know what? While we're on the subject, let's go. Should we bomb? Should it bomb? No, I don't think so. I know why, yeah, 100%. but I loved it. So, I got to say this. This movie was better than Battleship. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie was better than... What other movies were in the same vein as this? This movie was better than Titan AE. Yeah. This movie, this movie was... Uh, I mean, maybe Missing Link and it are on some same area. Cause I kind of, I liked missing link. This was a good film for kids. And I, uh, it's kind of sad that it didn't do well because live action kids films feel like they're, and I'm going to sound like an old boomer. I don't care. They feel more dumbed down now than they ever have been. When we were kids, we had things like never ending story and you know, kids died you know shit yeah. happened yeah your horse real... got stuck in a tar pit and died in yeah. front of your very eyes have you yeah, ever cried very... before yeah yeah watching artex sink to death in the swamp of despair will get you for the rest of your fucking every life every goddamn time even as an adult and he's just screaming for it to save it but like this movie had stakes you know like there were times where you're like oh man that that kid is almost dead and then he sort of does die for a second and then you're like <laughs> yeah. shit okay like a movie with stakes like this, it feels like you never get that anymore. You get more these like Beverly Hills Chihuahua type movies to use an example of one. that's just like, yeah. here it is. It's just, it's just joke after joke with no real conflict. That's going to matter. I, I, maybe that's why I liked it because it did remind me of something that may have come out when I was younger, but would have looked considerably worse. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I highly suggest it to anybody with kids under, I'd say under 12, especially if they're truck kids. Yeah. If they're truck kids, you're going to enjoy it. If you got a house full of boys, put this on. I guarantee you they'll love it. Honestly, yeah. I I am going to have Lily watch this because I know she would enjoy it. 
Um, the the thing seemed like something she would enjoy from from what we from what we as the viewers will say that know of Lily. His cuteness feels right up her alley. Oh yeah, she will. She would adore she, uh, Creech for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna have her watch it because I I know she'd absolutely adore the movie. Um, so if you have like Brandon said, if you have kids. Uh, you got you got to let them watch it because yeah, it's, it's not, not hard to it's not the Citizen Kane of kids movies. But I was not bored during the movie. I I didn't find myself being bored at all. I was always you know either entertained by a joke, entertained by an action scene. Um, yeah. You know, some action scenes are well paced too. Yeah. The movie's quick. It's only it's an hour forty four minutes. Nice quick little film. Yep. Not too long. Very well paced. I got to say that pacing is fantastic. Yeah. Don't analyze it. Don't throw facts at it. Just sit down, grab your popcorn and enjoy. We get our monster within 10 minutes. We, in our first 10 minutes is like, here's our characters. We got this guy. We got this guy. We got this guy. Here's their motivations. Monster. Okay. Monster and truck. Whoa. Okay. Conflict. Whoa. And then let's get to that fucking climax. You're like, wow, this movie is paced amazingly. (laughs) Like the pacing of this movie is actually you could learn a lesson about pacing from this film. And that is hilarious to me. <laughs> now this film is still a C in my eyes. Like, you know, sure. it, it's yeah. it, it. If we're going tomato score, it should be 65, 70%. Yeah. You know, it, it should that. not fail. It should not be rotten, but it also shouldn't be eighties or higher, <laughs> but kids are going to fucking love it. Kids there. I will bet money that there are kids out there. This is their favorite film. Yep. And they've watched it so many times and you can watch it for free on Paramount plus. Cause that's wow. where I watched it. Really? I wasn't sure. Yep. I, I, I did. I watched it somewhere else, but Paramount plus somewhere else, Jesse, where, uh, where'd you watch it, Jesse? It was Amazon prime actually. <laughs> oh, okay. You paid for it. I did. Uh, yeah, you can get it on Paramount. Well, I mean, it's $5 a month for Paramount plus, but still yeah. I, I'm bad about streaming services and I cut them all. That, let's yeah. see if the next movie is going to be on a streaming service. What is the next movie, Jesse? Well, let's find out. Mystical Magic Movie Number Generator, give me my number. And it is 22 near the top of the list. Um, oh, God, no. Oh, 22 boy. is 2019's Cats. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I have not seen this, but God, I've seen, <sighs> I've seen screenshots and trailer and oh god so no. the only one you could you'd have to actually download it illegally to get the butthole at it but uh because there, <laughs> there's the a butthole in it the original when this first showed up in theaters they had buttholes and the graphics were worse they actually sent a patch for this film while in theaters so if you watched it week one some cats had buttholes and the graphics were much worse they actually fixed the graphics during the fucking runtime of this film. So if you went week one and then you went week four, you might actually see different things in the film. From Vanity Fair, I have an article here in April 7, 2020 from Johanna Desta. Cat's VFX editor confirms the, quote, butthole cut, end quote, was very real and very terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Butthole cut. Well, (sighs) damn it. Now I got to find the butthole cut. Man. I guess we're going to have to watch this movie. At least I get to listen to memories. I, I like that song. I, you know, okay. 
I may be an uncultured swine, but I have never seen any version of Cats. Well, you'll know the song Memories. It's just such a big song. Okay. You hear it and you go, oh, okay, I've heard this before. But, like, uh, this is not going to be fun. Isn't it fucking forever long, too? I, it, oh, I don't know. I, I'm dreading this one. <laughs> it just it makes me so uncomfortable to even look at it. Uh, the runtime of Cats is uh, 110 minutes. It's, oh, that's nice. Oh, thank yeah, God. It's that's not that nice. bad. I mean, that's it's nice. Two hours, but yeah, but you know what? Two hours. I, I, if I got to sit through another three hour fucking thing, mm-hmm. uh, like that's terrible. Come on. I, I can watch the fucking Snyder Justice League cut and, and be more enjoyed than watching something that's three hours that I can't stand. Yeah. Um, let's go through the cast real quick. Who's in, who's in this film? Uh, that we're about to watch cats. Ugh. Okay, so in cats we have such names as James Corden, Judy Dench, Jason Derulo, Idris Elba, Jennifer Hughes, or Hudson, Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift, Rebel Wilson, Francesca Hayward. That's on Wikipedia. From what I can remember, have any of these people been in any of our past films? Um, no one that I recognize. Crazy. I was thinking yeah. Idris Elba was in one, but I was like, no, I can't think of what it would have been. Very interesting. Well, Jesse, it's not gonna be fun to see you next week. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is this is gonna be an interesting one. I can't wait to see the picture you show me from this one. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> we move on from monsters driving trucks to cats dancing with cockroaches, guys. Uh, Tune in for this one. You know, I I had a bit of a meltdown last week, but it was pretty well, you know, under. I didn't have one at all this week. I did have a meltdown during the Postman because of the fucking cucking of the film. But I feel like this movie may burst a few blood vessels in my eye. I might develop a twitch from this film. So that should be interesting to see what happens. Well, Jesse, where can uh, the good folks find you? Best place to find me is at on Twitter. I'm at Pen of Doom, P E N O F D O O M. I'm also on Twitter. I'm Brando Supreme. Uh, and you can also find us on Facebook at the Box Office Bomb Squad. And you can send us emails to magictalkybox at gmail.com. And if you go on anchor.fm, you can leave us a voicemail message and tell us what you thought about Monster Trucks or if you think you're going to watch it or if you hate our guts, whichever you'd like. Uh, Also on that page, if you so feel like it, there is a little mug that you can put some schmeckles in. Don't feel uh, obligated or if Brandon is talking to you, feel obligated. Feel obligated. You are obligated. Give me your money. (laughs) Money, please. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, sorry about next week.